0: Everyone, welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The
1: podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time.
0: I'm your co-host Aaron.
1: I'm your co-host James.
0: It is minute 19, which begins with Lucy opening the door, much as yesterday ended, and I have it going through Kit saying, "Fine. Shotgun."
1: Yes. Boy, I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited about this minute. This minute is going to feel to me, at least, it felt like uh, old Newsies minute to uh, to oh, re- in terms of research. Good, good. The first thing I I have is it's the door to Pete's room.
0: Yes, which is right off the kitchen. Yeah, like in I, I know you only saw a year in the life of Gilmore Girls. You didn't see the whole series, but Rory's room yeah. is right off the kitchen, which always confused the hell out of me. Like I know that not like not every house has two stories. Right, but typically bedrooms that are on this like the main level are like down a hallway or like my in-laws have um, their master is on the main floor but it's like off of there's like a little it's not quite a hallway so much as like like a two foot long hallway right into their master bedroom off of the family room but i have never been in a house that has a bedroom off the kitchen
1: the um beech tree inn in Brookline, massachusetts uh where my Stepmom and dad worked um, as innkeepers for most of my childhood. Mm-hmm. There, is a, there is a bedroom, like a room that you can get that is directly off the kitchen.
0: That seems like not an ideal room. It, well, it, it seems like it would be ideal in terms of delicious smells uh-huh. and procuring early morning muffins. Yes. But not ideal in terms of noise.
1: I think it may be an age of the house thing. Because I think it would also be ideal for if you were the cook. Right. And the house was one person's house, and it was huge, and they had a cook. Right. I don't get the impression that Lucy's house is old school that. (laughs)
0: Lucy doesn't live in Downton Abbey?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's... I mean, I would imagine it's probably just, like, a house in a suburb, like any other house that was built sometime probably from, like, the 50s on.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of maybe, like... Maybe Pete decided that he wanted the room to be there because he wanted to use the master bedroom as a something.
0: Oh, so like maybe it's not the master bedroom. Right. Maybe it's like a, it's meant as like a den or yeah. something.
1: Something. I can't think of like.
0: It was a breakfast nook and he just put up some drywall.
1: Right, exactly. I like being as close to the refrigerator as I can.
0: I mean, same though. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it always confused me in yeah. Gilmore Girl. The the layout of the Gilmore Girls' house has always baffled me. Because Rory's room is...
1: I'm looking at the layout of the Gilmore Girls' house.
0: Yes, I, ha- I have um a, a floor plan for it framed on my wall. And... I'm actually going to get up and look at it. Okay. For anyone who hasn't seen Gilmore Girls, the, the living room and kitchen are kind of next to each other at the back of the house. And Rory's room is off the kitchen towards the front of the house. But it appears to not actually connect to any other part of the house and there's only one bathroom in that house and it's upstairs where Lorelei's room is, but neither of the rooms is connected to the bathroom. I don't think. It's not Uh like Lorelei has the master bed like the master bedroom and that's the only bathroom. It's like a hall bathroom that they both share and Rory has to go upstairs every time she wants to use the bathroom. There might be like a half bath downstairs. I can't remember.
1: They're in Connecticut, mm-hmm. so that could be old New England. This used to be a, but that is still yeah. their house. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and if you look, and if you look at like the out the exterior of their house, it looks like a. It looks like it was probably built in the eighties. Oh. Uh, like it doesn't look like it's old. Old. It looks just like a house. That's really weird. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Does it serve a plot function? Not really. Because
1: it feels like, part of it feels a little bit like Pete put his door there so that Lucy couldn't sneak past or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: She clearly can.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she not only sneaks into his room to leave him a note, she also kisses him goodbye, and he does not wake up.
1: She kisses him, and she basically all but says, hey, Dad, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the house right now. All right. Going to California. Yep. I'm leaving the state. Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the region.
0: Catching a ride with Mimi and some guy.
1: <laughs> some guy. So I said she wrote him a note, and the note says, "Pete, this is no, just no." It says pop. Does it say pop? Okay. It says pop. <laughs> I saw P and I was like Pete.
0: <laughs> no, it says, okay, pop. it says pop.
1: This is. I'm really. I'm really. This is starting off well because I'm really hoping you can help me with the end. Okay. This is just something I have to do. Clothes are in the dryer, and food in <laughs>
0: My guess would be fridge.
1: It didn't look like that fridge. that is where the food lives. It looked more like morgue, but that doesn't make sense. Freezer, dr- fridge drawer? M- Freezer drawer? It looks like, it looked microwave? like... Microwave? Maybe microwave. Microwave is the closest we've gotten. It didn't look like any... I was, I was expecting fridge. I was expecting refrigerator. But it definitely looks like it starts with an M, but like a cursive M where it's just sort of like squiggle, 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 right. squiggle, squiggle. So I don't know... How the note ends. And then it says love. Also,
0: like, why would you just leave food in the microwave? Like,
1: if you don't want a cat to get it. Like, I know my, my mother-in-law used to put, like, their bread in the microwave. Oh, So okay. that the cat couldn't get and, like, pick at the bread and whatever. Okay. Because cats know no boundaries.
0: See, when when you said food in wherever, I'm picturing, like, a full plate of food Or, like, casseroles that she's made, but then rather than refrigerate them to keep them good, she just sticks them in the microwave so he doesn't have to think about it.
1: Because, like, if you're leaving a note, like, you would never say food is in the pantry.
0: Because, like, that's
1: where food goes. Right. Yeah, we got it. food
0: in the fridge, same.
1: Right. So it has to be somewhere where you, I mean, like, I would say oven.
0: Maybe she makes him breakfast every morning. Yeah. And so maybe she made him breakfast and then stuck it in the microwave so that he could just nuke it warm again. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense cuz like if she made him like a plate for dinner, yeah. It's not going to sit in the microwave all day. It's going to be not good by the time like it's going to make him sick. Please It will have botulism.
1: Don't open the microwave until you are ready to have eaten the thing. Yeah. We are it is an airtight microwave. Uh-huh. And then she wrote love and then it was sort of tucked in. I'm assuming Lucy. Probably. Um, but that was the note. A very she's leaving home sort of vibe? Yeah. And then the scene changes. Mhm. Lucy's walking up in her bucket hat.
0: Can we talk about her outfit?
1: Yeah. Let's talk about it.
0: So she's wearing a jean jacket. Uh-huh. Over a pale yellow sweatshirt. Uh-huh. Which is on top of a like calico floral printed button-down that she has buttoned <laughs> to her throat.
1: She's chased. I don't know if you understand. She's chased.
0: Also wearing jeans, <laughs> which don't match her jean jacket. This was a time of jean jacket and jeans was fine. Right. Like, I have pictures of myself in jean jacket and jeans from around the same time. I
1: can picture you in jean jacket and jeans.
0: And it didn't matter if, at that point, if the denim matched, didn't match, Right. whatever. Like, I think now if you're going to do a jean jacket and jeans, you try for, like, wildly different denims. So right. you're, it's not, like, super matchy-matchy. Right. But this was, like... Three shades off, so they're both basically just like generic denim color, right. but one is slightly darker. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, she's wearing like sneakers. Yep. Yeah. And kids?
1: Are they? Are they? No, like...
0: they're more like uh, they look more like New Balances or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see a particular brand name, but they're they're more like like running shoe type sneakers. Right. And then a bucket hat because it is two thousand two.
1: The most tight-fitting bucket hat like bucket hats normally kind of do a little bit of a flare out this is like yeah it it i think all of the bucket hat is touching her head
0: yeah and the, she has it pulled like all the way down she, to her like over her eyebrows yeah it's like someone said here's
1: a hat and she was like cool i know how to wear this and they're like oh no oh she's walking away I' yeah, she'll figure it out and then she did it <laughs>
0: well she did get it on her head so <laughs> step at least she put it on the right part of her body <laughs> exactly yeah
1: then Kit and Mimi are arguing about the number of suitcases Kit has brought. Four. Four suitcases? Four
0: suitcases for a road trip. Because Dylan asked her to visit him in California, and she can't show up looking like a skank.
1: And I said, and she needs four suitcases to prevent looking like a skank.
0: I guess she needs a variety of outfits. Probably one of those is just full of, like, moisturizers and makeup. But also, do we want to back up to where Dylan asked her to visit him?
1: Right, that feels like that that Maury Povich meme. Uh, we have determined that, that is a lie.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
1: looked up skank.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because in Newsy's minute, I would look up terms I didn't understand that were slang words of the turn of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. And I and she said skank, and I wrote down skank, and I was like, I'm gonna look up skank because that's a slang term from the you know late 90s, early 2000s yeah. that I know, mm-hmm. but that you know hundred years from now, maybe they don't know.
0: Well, and that I think she uses in a different context than I typically ever heard it used. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay.
0: I mean, I, to me, it sounds like she's saying, I can't show up looking like a skank. Like, I can't show up, you know, looking bedraggled. Right. Right. Where I had always heard skank used in a different context that I bet you're going to tell me.
1: So skank, Wiktionary, because I used Wiktionary for Newsy's Minute, I also went there for this.
0: Oh, real quick disclaimer. I don't know if skank is considered a derogatory term. I, do, I did this, not find anything about that. At this point, okay. <laughs>
1: I think I think that skank falls into the same box as like slut. Yeah. So I think that there's definitely a judgment there. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it it is offensive necessarily. Okay. In more than, like, you know, a patriarchal sort of way. Sure. Okay. Um, so it is defined as uh, the first definition is uh, a lewd and disreputable person, often female, which mm-hmm. I thought was, was interesting, hmm. especially an unattractive person with an air of tawdry promiscuity. Okay. So, like, putting this in, like, the most high school, that guy that called Mimi a hoe terms, uh huh. Sluts are hot, skanks are not.
0: Fine, but but they
1: both put out right. just all the time. Right. And then it has an origin unknown. It says perhaps from Skag, which is an unattractive woman, but the origins of Skag are unknown. Uh, compare scold, which is a troublesome woman, and Skeevy, which is disgusting. Um, it says attested from the nineteen sixties. So that's okay. like way older than I than I yeah. would have thought. Skank is also a dance you can do to ska reggae or dub music. And it always actually bugged me that those two words were the same, because mm-hmm. I was like, "Is it bad that we're we're skanking?" Like, right, it, you know. And then also a third definition in Northern England: to skank is to cheat someone. So, like, he skanked me out of five pounds. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, That's
0: in Northern England.
1: Northern England. Yeah. Okay. So
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the way the way Kit uses it. Definitely implies the unattractive part. Right. I guess I had always I had always heard it as basically, you know, sluts are hot, skanks are not. So right. you are someone who is a skank is both unattractive and also promiscuous. And I don't think the promiscuity is necessarily implied in what Kit is saying. What let's do a let's
1: do a a crossroads brand Crossroads Minute Brand rewrite. Okay. What is the word That she is actually searching for here. I don't want to look like... I mean, like, I would almost think that she would say something like a bum.
0: Yeah, I don't want to look like a bum. I don't want to look gross. Yeah. I don't want to look trashy and skanky kind of... Trashy to me, yeah. I mean, I feel like they're often used kind of interchangeably. Trashy doesn't necessarily denote the promiscuous element that skank does
1: all skanks are trashy but not all trashy people are skanks
0: yes exactly (laughs) i probably would have worded it if i were the writer i would have had her say you know i want to show up looking hot
1: yes yes
0: or i want to look good
1: yeah right which would have further reinforced the uh kit is thinking about um physical beauty as as the unattainable thing for whatever
0: Right. Instead, uh, it just has us wondering why skank of all of the words you could have said.
1: Lucy's not going to the audition, but they can drop her off in Arizona.
0: Mm-hmm. So anywhere in Arizona is good. I, I hope that like they're
1: going that way. I mean, I guess I guess they're going from Louisiana to California, Georgia to California. Jo- right. Sorry. Jo- sorry. I'm I'm confusing my actual Britney Spears. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, from Georgia to California. So it's all sort of in the south. So yeah. That makes sense. Yeah,
0: she's probably figuring, you can drive through Arizona, it'll be fine. Right. Knowing what we know about Lucy, I wouldn't be surprised if she got on MapQuest and made sure that there was an easy route through whatever town her... I think Phoenix? I think Phoenix. Um, Like, through Phoenix yeah. to make sure that it wouldn't be too terribly out of the way. Yeah. If it was going to be like a four-hour detour... Right. She maybe wouldn't have gone.
1: Right. I agree or would
0: have you. shown up and said... Would it be okay if... Right. You drop yes. me in Phoenix.
1: Right. Exactly. And then uh, I have Kit Call Shotgun, as you mentioned. Yep. So shotgun is an expression. Again, we're going with the, you know, cultural. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the expression riding shotgun is uh, derived from shotgun messenger, a colloquial term for express messenger when stagecoach travel was popular during the American Wild West and colonial period in Australia. Australia, not Australia.
0: Australia.
1: Um. The person rode alongside the driver. The first known use of the phrase riding shotgun was in the 1905 novel The Sunset Trail by Alfred Henry Lewis. Wyatt and Morgan Earp were in the service of the Express Company. They often went as guards. Riding shotgun, it was called, when the stage bore unusual treasure. It was later used in print and especially film depiction of stagecoaches and wagons in the Old West in danger of being robbed or attacked by bandits. A special armed employee of the express service using the stage for transportation of bullion or cash would sit beside the driver carrying a short shotgun or a rifle to provide an armed response in case of a threat to the cargo, which was usually a strongbox. Absence of an armed person in that position often signaled that the stage was not carrying a strongbox but only passengers. So that's where why we say shotgun. Okay. Um but it says more recently the term has been applied to a game usually played by groups of friends to determine who rides beside the driver in the car. Typically this involves claiming the right to ride shotgun by being the first to call out shotgun. The game creates an environment that is fair by forgetting and leaving out most seniority except for that moms and significant and significant others get shotgun. Moms? I've never heard moms as...
0: Well, I guess if you are, like, if you have your learner's permit mm. and your mom's going to let you, like, your mom comes to pick you up yeah, from play practice and, you know, oh, James also needs a ride home. Well, Aaron, you can drive. Right. Can you drive with a learner's permit? Can you drive with someone who isn't a family member, like, a minor who isn't a family member in the car if a parent's in the car with I, you?
1: I don't know. I think, I think that maybe the laws have changed on that. Okay. But I'm not sure.
0: I was only allowed to drive... I don't think I was even allowed to drive with my brother in the car until after I had my license. But I think that might have been a my parents rule.
1: Yeah, I didn't... My parents didn't really drive with me until I had my license. And then even then they just sort of didn't...
0: (laughs) Yeah, you just... You got to drive. I just
1: learned how to drive and, and didn't get killed. Yeah. So. Yeah. So also moms, like if you were a family... D- Dad's driving. A brother can't that's call shotgun. Mom yeah. gets shotgun. Like that, that... that.
0: That's probably exactly what it means. Yeah. It makes more sense. Now, if mom's driving, anybody can call shotgun. <laughs> Screw dad. Exactly. Um, dad can ride in the back. <laughs>
1: exactly. All right. So, and this and this meanwhile leaves out any conflicts that may have previously occurred when deciding who gets to ride shotgun. Therefore, it is best played and seen mainly within friend groups because of the lack of seniority, and it is when most people enjoy participating in games. Wikipedia went went deep on this one. Also, the front passenger seat is typically most wanted because of the small perks it contains, like more legroom and easier access to the car and air controls of the ra- or the radio and air controls of the car. Calling shotgun does not apply to bidirectional trips. Shotgun must be called before each journey when within sight of the vehicle.
0: This is true. I mean, those are those are those the rules are the rules. Of
1: shotgun. Yep. I copied and pasted that and didn't realize how deep it went into like. You wanna play this with your friends because friends don't have seniority. It's basically like, Look, real talk, don't play this with your family. Yeah. Just
0: do this with your friends. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get in trouble if you play this with your family. So just ease up.
0: <laughs> because mom has dibs on shot like perpetual dibs on shotgun. Right. You know how with your friends, you can only call it on your way to the mall. You can't call it for the whole trip to and from right. the mall. It's not how it works with your family. Yeah. Mom has perpetual dibs for life. Right mom always gets shotgun
1: right also driver controls the radio i'm not sure that that perk is necessarily
0: that yeah i think that depends on the rules yeah in i i prefer that i always control the radio but that's because whether i'm driving or riding shotgun (laughs) but that's because i have weird things about not liking to listen to music that i'm not in the mood to listen to fair enough do you have anything else for this minute
1: um let me see no
0: Okay. Well, then let's go ahead and do social media. We are on Twitter at crossroads underscore min, or individually, I'm at unabashedly Aaron.
1: I'm at unabashed James.
0: We are proud members of the Scavengers Network at scavengersnet on Twitter or at scavengersnetwork.com. If you would like to financially support the show and the network, you can go to patreon.com slash Network, kick a couple bucks our way, and get lots of great bonus content. Absolutely. All right. I think that's going to do it for us today. I think you're right. Hey, James? Yeah. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey Stud, how would you like to chat with a young sexy babe looking for fun? Or how about a hot lonely milf who wants a little action? Well that's not what this show is about. My name's Joy. And I'm Morgan. And we have a podcast all about sex stuff. Join us every week when we chat about sex and sexuality, review toys and products for the bedroom, and even recommend a new sex position or two. And the best part of all this is it's shared from an intergenerational inclusive and queer friendly point of view. Join us every Tuesday on the Broads and the Bees, wherever you download podcasts. See you next Tuesday, you know, like... Nope, we get it. (laughs) Bye!